Hi, you're listening to YYC Sociables, Calgary's social experiences podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sociables, and my job is to make sure you have something fun to look forward to every week. In between these weekly episodes, get your fix by following me on Instagram at sarah.sociables. Okay, before we get into this week's episode, let's thank our sponsor, and that is Foodworks Craft Catering. So this is a local catering service, and they do custom events, so it could be weddings, could be corporate, could be whatever cool thing you got going on. And the thing that they have going on this weekend is a Salvadorian street pop-up. I'm pretty excited about this one because it sounds really neat. They've got a really good menu all prepared. It's June 25th and 26th, so if you are interested in getting some Salvadorian street food, then make sure you order it in advance. Go to their Instagram. It is at foodworksyyc and go in their bio and you can link to their website where you can order their food and you can try it yourself. So make sure you pre-order it and you can eat it as takeout, you know, go on a picnic with it. I think the weather's going to be nice or you can take it home for dinner, eat it with the fam. Enjoy. Okay, so let's get into some event news. So there isn't like a crazy amount of events going on right now. Like within the next couple of weeks, things are still quiet because we are still in technically that phase two as we're waiting for phase three to open up and you know everything all the rules are all gone July 1st I believe so that's gonna be crazy yeah Canada Day everything is just gonna open up maybe that's when all the events are gonna happen but for these next two weeks it's still like fairly quiet there's a little bit of things going on so I'm gonna tell you some of that news right now One event that is happening is the day before Canada Day, and so that's June 30th. I was telling you about this one last week. It's by Plain Jane Events, and it was called Twas the Night Before Canada Day, but they changed the name, so now it's just, there's no Twas the Night Before Canada Day. It's just Plain Jane Events presents this concert at Hotel Arts. I don't know. It's kind of like nameless for some reason. But anyway, there's live music. It's the mono whales are playing. They have like a food and beverage package that you get with your tickets because your ticket is that like hotel and concert package. So that's really cool. That is still going on. But yeah, they changed the name from being Twas the Night Before Canada Day to kind of just a generic concert name. But Still happening, still going forward. Oh, and I am doing a giveaway for it on my Instagram right now for like a $500 package. So make sure you enter that one because it looks really sweet. Other news. So Folk Fest actually announced that they're happening. Well, I don't know if it's actually Folk Fest or like a division of Folk Fest because they're calling it like Summer Serenades. And it's July 22nd to 28th. So yeah, this is still like a month out, but it's at Prince's Island Park and it's going to be like spaced out. So it's not going to be like the full capacity full show that they usually do because you know like folk fest they ram it (laughs) there's like i just remember seeing like people on their blankets just like packed everywhere so they're gonna somehow space people out this year so that it's not like that um but if you're interested in that i would buy those tickets right away because folk fest is always super popular and if they're doing like a small version of it i'm assuming those tickets are gonna sell out Check out their Instagram so you can, or their website, I guess, either way, so you can link to buy those tickets. 
The Rotary Ribfest announced that they are on. That's July 30th to August 2nd, so that August long weekend. And they're actually doing a drive-through event. That's going to be at McMahon Stadium. It's interesting because, like, these events are planned, but they are still have, like, that COVID angle on it. Like, I'm not sure why they're doing the drive-through. Like, maybe they did drive-through before and they thought it worked really well. So, like, let's just keep doing drive-through events. But it's not the same as they've done in previous years where they had, like, the picnic tables set up and everyone could, like, mill around and, you know, stick around and enjoy. So that is coming up that August long weekend. I love ribs, so that is awesome. There was an event that was canceled, Beakerhead, which is interesting because with news that things are opening up, that Beakerhead would announce they're canceled. That's kind of surprising. I really like Beakerhead. It usually happens, I believe, that, like, first weekend of September. It's really cool, like, science stuff all around Calgary. Really interesting, like science and art, I guess, kind of combined in one. So they said, they didn't say they're like flat out canceled because they said like, oh, we might be back in like some small format or like some capacity, but it, it made it sound like it was essentially like 90% canceled. Um, so that's too bad. No beaker head this year. In terms of something that is happening, there is going to be an 80s dance party at Deerfoot Inn and Casino August 28th. I know this is pretty far out for me to be telling you of this event, but in normal times, those like 80s dance parties, they would always sell out. I would keep an eye on them and they would sell out like weeks in advance. So especially with now with there being so few events and I think people being excited to get back in the swing of things, I'm predicting this event will sell out as well. So if you're interested in that, definitely buy your tickets like now. They also announced Nashville North lineup. That's coming from the Stampede. There's a whole list of country music artists. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I hadn't heard of any of them. Not that that really means anything because I don't follow country. I don't listen to country music, but I don't think there was any like huge headliners that I recognize, but that's interesting that they've got the lineup out so people can, you know, decide when they want to go. And the most interesting part of this is that they're doing a virtual queuing system to get into Nashville North. Because if you've ever been on the grounds and you remember trying to get in freaking Nashville North and they like herd you through like cattle through like a like a little maze and you're all rammed in there with your friends and a bunch of drunk people and it's usually like 30 degrees out and people are drinking and it's like smells like you know a farm and it's just disgusting and people like bark in the lineup and stuff anyway so they're getting rid of that thank goodness because that was like the worst because it'd take hours sometimes to get in as you know so now it's a virtual queuing system i guess you just join the lineup on your phone and you get a notification or something like when it's your turn i'm not sure how it exactly works but there's no more requirement that you be standing outside in a giant group which is gosh darn amazing. How about let's keep that forever and never go back to those lineups ever again that could just not exist anymore. So I wanted you to know that that sounds cool. I don't know if I'm going to go to the Stampede or not this year or Nashville North. We'll see how I'm feeling around that time. Some interesting news from Rodney's. I know this because I was talking to the GM at Rodney's this week. That street, uh, I believe it's 10th, right? And it's got Rodney's, Kraft, National, and Briggs all on the one block. They Right now they have like tables kind of set up outside 
for people to eat on the street, but they're going to expand that so that it's got this like, it's called parklets. You guys might have seen these somewhere else in the city where it's like a shipping container that they put tables in and it actually goes on past the sidewalk. It's like in the street parking area. And then that way the sidewalk will be open so that people can walk through, but there's still space for these restaurants to have this additional patio like overflow space, which is really cool. So the city is just testing it out for a month, but it's very likely that it'll go for like the whole summer. And this is part of also like a the Beltline BIA kind of like a revitalization kind of thing, which I don't know if this area really need to be revitalized, but they're trying to make it more like vibrant and more similar to like 17th. So I think there's going to be like some plants around and maybe some like fun, bright signage, stuff like that. So that it just makes that 10th Ave stretch like a little bit more walkable and fun and attractive. So maybe you'd want to like bar hop from Briggs to National, you you know, Rodney's, you know, mix it up a little bit. So I think that's cool. That's like a neat destination area that is going to happen. I think it's supposed to be up July 1st. And it's, they got the idea, apparently this is happening a lot in like San Francisco and even Vancouver. They're getting these shipping container things and turning them into additional restaurant space. So that's cool. And I don't even know if that's really like pandemic related or just something that is just like a cool way to get people to have additional patio space and, you know, utilize the street and make the make the street more vibrant but we'll see because it also will like affect traffic because it is on literal road so there might be some complaints so maybe it won't work as well as like we think it will so it's also it is like a pilot by the city but i just wanted you to know that that's happening and you can look forward to that and you know check it out in july and see if you like it the next event I want to tell you about, I'm actually going to pull it up here because this one is really interesting. This one is, I'm looking at the Eventbrite post right now, and there's a lot to unpack on this one. It's at Heritage Park, but it, it's not a Heritage Park event. It is a cannabis friendly event where you go and you hang out basically outside at Heritage Park and you eat the food, there's like dinner options from the Heritage Park restaurant. Oh yeah, the Selkirk Grill. So that's the menu offering, but you also get to smoke joints and cause it's outside, so that is legal and just kind of like enjoy your dinner and weed. So this is really fascinating because I haven't seen an event like this before. Prices are dependent on the size of your group and dependent on if you're having dinner or not, which is also interesting because that means you could get it and not get the dinner and just do the hanging out. Apparently there is like educational portion to it as well because there is some like books and some hearing about the history of cannabis. It's called History of Cannabis at Historic Heritage Park and it's by Kananaskis, but it's like canna like cannabis is like the play on words there. So really fascinating event that we got going on here. I'm impressed that this is legal and like must have went through a lot of hoops to like get this to happen, I'm assuming. Um, just be And I say that just because I don't usually see these. So it's interesting that this is happening. If you're into smoking weed and you want to have a dinner outside, then maybe this would be something cool you'd want to look into. I don't really smoke weed. Like I'm definitely pro weed. I think like why not have it legalized? That only makes sense to me. But I don't know. I'm not much of a weed smoker myself. So I probably wouldn't attend this, but I 
love the idea of it, that this is something different that people can try. So if you're interested in that, go on Eventbrite and you can find it there. It's called History of Cannabis at Historic Heritage Park. You're going to have to to look it up there. I will update you if I see any more similar events. I wonder how it's, if it's going to be successful or not, if they're going to sell tickets. I guess we'll find out. Okay, let's talk a restaurant news. So there's a new pizza place in Bridgeland. It's called Toto Pizza or Toto's Pizza. I don't know if it's like got the S on the end or not because it's different on their Instagram versus their website. So Toto Pizza, it looks a little bit upscale. I don't really know like a lot about it. Um, all I saw was basically their Instagram had like pics of like wine glasses and pizza and wine in Bridgeland. So if you live close by, maybe you want to check that out. It looked pretty neat. There's nothing wrong with having more pizza options. That's what I think, right? Uh, Saucy Burgers, this is opening up on 17th Ave. This is opening July 1st. There's a lot of openings on July 1st, actually. So this used to be Nelly's Cafe on 17th. So kind of like right in the middle of 17th there. So they've renovated it and they repainted the whole outside. It actually looks really good. And it's going to be this Saucy Burger, which is interesting. Yeah, I'll probably check that out when they open. Gotta love another burger spot, right? More restaurant news. So the West End downtown has added a bar restaurant. It is called Owl Patio and Bar. And I guess it's a throwback to a earlier bar that had been in the West End, like in the 1960s or something. So that's really cool. And that was called the Owl's Nest. So this is, yeah, like referencing that point in time. I'm not really sure what their menu is or what it's like, but my plan is to check it out this week so I can report back and let you guys know what owl patio and bar is like. I want to talk about the post I made this week about Father's Day. So today is actually Father's Day. It is the 20th. So make sure you phone your dad or give your dad a present or I don't know, barbecue with your dad, whatever you usually do. So anyway, I made a gift guide this week and it took a while to put together because I had like a lot of local businesses on it and I had to do a lot of research and I found a lot of really cool, like unique things to share. So I was pretty excited about it, but this post did terrible, you guys. So it only got 62 likes and I'm not like someone who is concerned about likes at all, but I do use it to gauge whether a post was something that you're interested in and want more of. But based on this flimsy 62 likes, no one liked this post. So I don't really know what happened. And just to give you like a reference point. So I did a post on Friday and all it said was like, happy Friday or it's Friday. It was basically just like a filler post. And that filler post got 126 likes. So people liked my filler, my just Pinterest image more than they liked my Father's Day gift guide. So I don't know what went wrong there. Should I not do gift guides anymore? Or was it just not, people weren't paying attention that day or what? Because I don't know, I thought it was interesting. I thought I found cool gifts, but it was kind of a flop. So that's a shame. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe I won't do gift guides anymore because that's kind of, seems like it wasn't, didn't resonate. Um, Okay, so now let's talk about me and what I did and what I got coming up. 
This week, I went to Civic Tavern on Monday, and you guys might know that as the Hoppin' Brew, because that's kind of what I think of it in my mind, because it was the Hoppin' Brew for such a long time. And it was really good. I really like Civic Tavern. The beer is good. They have a good little beer menu there of, like, local craft beers. We ordered pizza. It was on special. It was delicious. We got this spicy Italian pizza, and I thought it was great. Like, I would give it, like, a 10 out of 10. My boyfriend gave it, like, a slightly lower rating. He said it was, like, maybe a 6 or a 7, but I think he's crazy. I thought it was everything I wanted in a pizza. If you are thinking of somewhere you want to go, get some classic good pub food, good hangout, highly recommend Civic Tavern. And they have opened up their whole back area of behind the actual house, which I think just used to be parking before, and they just made it extra space. And I was talking to the owner and he said that they have some stuff planned for Stampede because they actually can use that big space to have DJs or local musicians and they're like are somewhat close to the grounds. It could be like a really good hub to hang out during Stampede. So I'm actually pretty interested in that. So I might have to go to Civic Tavern a couple times during Stampede to see what's up. Yeah, I did that on Monday. It was amazing. On Friday night, I went to this pop-up on 17th Ave. So this was a 70s theme pop-up. It was really cool. I think I've told you guys about this like pop-up series. I don't really know who runs it, like where it comes from, but they did a pop-up in the fall. It was kind of like an art one or something. And then they did like another one later in the fall. That was another kind of crazy trippy art one. I don't know what the theme was. They had like mushrooms and glowy things. And I don't know. It was really cool. This one is their third pop-up. And this one was 70s theme. And as soon as it, you know, opened up for reservations, I was like, I want to go. I want to be first. So uh, yeah, that's what I did. Friday was their opening night. And it was really busy there. They didn't have like a huge menu. Like there's probably seven cocktails to pick from and maybe like 10 different food items. There's mostly like pizza and a couple desserts. So we had some pizza. It was pretty good pizza. Like I wanted, if I had to complain about it just like a little bit, I would say like I wanted the toppings to go all the way to the edge. They were kind of like, you know, when the toppings are more in the center and you're like, the distribution was off a little bit, but the pizza tasted good. It was a weird one. We purpose, we intentionally picked like the wackiest one on the menu because I like trying weird things and it had pickles and it had like fried chickens, like popcorn chicken on it. And it had like this spicy sauce kind of on it in certain places. So it was good. Yeah, I recommend checking it out. Maybe not so much for like the food, but definitely more so for the atmosphere. And I believe they're only around for a month. So highly recommend getting in there. Yeah, so that was Friday. Saturday, I went to Telespark because they reopened after being closed for, geez, I don't even know how many months. And I wanted to see what they looked like because I haven't been in Telespark for like a couple of years and it looked good in there. They had like a whole kind of spacey exhibit like right in the front. It was all like pink and fun. And then they had kind of their usual stuff that was all open. There was tons of children in there though. <laughs> if I had to complain about one thing, there was a large amount of children everywhere all over the place. I don't know. It just makes the, because a lot of the things in there are interactive, which is great, right? Because because that's how the kids learn. You got to like touch things and put things together and play with things. Just be aware that if you're worried about germs, then maybe that's not the place for you to go to. Although they have a lot of like hand sanitizer and everything. 
yeah, we wandered around there. It was good. And they have the dome theater where they play movies and they're just like short 45 minute films or something like that. And we saw Apollo 11, which was really interesting. It was legit footage from back in the day and it was really cool it was just like an interesting throwback their dome theater is huge right like the whole big screen so something cool to do on a saturday and i wanted to try the astronaut ice cream because i didn't really know what that meant and basically what it is is soft serve ice cream and they have like a different flavor for each of the planets now if i returned i would not pick the flavor i got however because I got mercury because it was a black cone, like a black waffle cone and like black soft serve. So I kind of got like suckered into that. I was like, whoa, this is like black ice cream is crazy, but like really it tasted exactly the same and it didn't Instagram very well. It kind of looked like garbage. <laughs> that was not so great. But the other ones look really cool because if you got like the earth one it has cotton candy around the outside and you get like a cookie put in or something. So if you go, don't get the mercury one because it looks cool in the picture. It doesn't look as cool in real life. So that's my advice to you. But yeah, try the astronaut ice cream. It's basically just soft serve and it's only five bucks. So it's not like crazy expensive. I figured they'd be charging like 12 bucks or something because, you know, science center. But yeah, I highly recommend you check out Telespark now that it's open because there's lots of cool science-y things to see and do there. The other thing I did, this would have been last night, Saturday night, I went to Lately. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, so I just went with like a couple of girlfriends and we had a bunch of drinks. We ended up having a lot of drinks actually because we stayed there the whole night. It was just really fun. We really liked our drinks. We got duck wings and we got chicken skewers and they were both really good. I really love duck wings and their skewers are like really flavored very nicely. So highly recommend. It definitely turned into a nightclub at like 9.30, 9.45 because that's when like the lights were turned down, the music was cranked and like all the bottle service people were coming out with like the happy birthday things and people were kind of like dancing like just at their table or like seat dancing or whatever but like definitely moved more into nightclub vibes although still being like pretty covid compliant because everyone stayed in their places and was behind plastic and everything so that part was good but yeah i had a really good time so if you are looking for something with nightclub vibes i would definitely recommend you go to lately in terms of what I have coming up this week, I, like I said, I want to check out that owl patio and bar. So I'm going to hopefully do that sometime on a weekday here. And also uh, that Scentsy bar, it opens today. I'm not going to make it today, but hopefully I can make it there sometime this week. And that's like that cocktail bar that's, I don't actually know the address, somewhere downtown. Hopefully I'll make it to that and I can show you guys in my stories what it's like. The other thing I was thinking about going to is Little Modern Market because they are so nice. They gave me this huge package this week. If you're watching my stories, I was doing all those unboxings. It's almost too much unboxings because they gave me, I don't even know how many items, like 15 items or something. Like it was amazing. I got scrunchies. I got a shirt. I got a bracelet. I got kitchen stuff. I got I just got so many things. It was really cool. So I was so impressed that there is that many local vendors that are making that high quality of items. Now I'm like, I should go to the market myself and do some shopping. Definitely check out Little Modern Market. It's this weekend coming up. So the 26th and 27th, and that is at the Deerfoot Inn, I believe. Awesome market to check out if you're looking for something to do on the weekend. 
Okay, so let us talk about the contests I have running. So I already mentioned the one for that concert that's happening June 30th. You can get in on that on my Sarah Sociables account. It's worth about like a $500 prize. So all you got to do is like it and tag a friend so you can get in on there. And the other contest I have going on is on YYC Sociables. And this is for a meal for two from Foodworks YYC. And that is our sponsor for this episode. So you can win that Salvadorian street food. Definitely don't miss on that one. Both of those contests are open right now. And I want you to win. I want you to win, my friend. Okay, so that is all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions about anything, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I really appreciate that you are here and interested in the same things I'm excited about, and that means the world to me. And if you want to advertise with me on this podcast or in any other capacity, send an email to info at yycsociables.com. Alrighty, bye for now. See you next week.